Hello. Welcome back to Talking Shit. With a Yank. And another Yank. And a Brit. <gasps> and I got Kathy in the same room as me. <laughs> Reunited and it feels so good. Now we're back together. <laughs> Is that the rest of the song? Because I no. didn't know that. <laughs> that was uh, Kylie Minogue and Jason Donovan, I think. Oh. I didn't, I didn't know that. Mm. So, as promised from our last episode, we are together. And you guys, it took us about 45 minutes to figure out how we're going to do this in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> You'd think it'd be simple, but it's not. And not only that, but we have a special guest. The one, the only, Levy. <laughs> my cousin Levi. That's not my name. It is Levi, though. It is Levi. That is that is correct. I'm happy to be here. Happy to be in the UK, spending time with friends and family. Say more. Uh, more. He's also <laughs> he's also our number one fan. So huge, huge fan. Huge fan. You might have disrupted my mom for that spot. <laughs> she oh, stopped yeah. listening after the tarot episode. <laughs> um. So Levi was just going to sit in here and watch like a creep and we decided to actually just incorporate him and see how this goes. <laughs> also, should we should we be honest? We've been drinking we've a little, been, we've had a little, a little, a little bit. I've had a couple beers. Gemma's having a glass of wine now. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah. yeah. You know. Might be shit. <laughs> <laughs> we'll still publish it. <laughs> baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bye. <laughs> oh, OK. So let's talk about since the last episode. How have you been? What have you been up to? Um, I've been very well. I what have I been up to? Um, I can't remember what I did yesterday. Um, <laughs> you came over and hung out with us for a minute. I did that. Yeah, you guys were very tired. Yeah, Levi disappeared uh, and fell asleep. Trim- <laughs> Levi fell asleep on the toilet. Um, <laughs> 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 Found him on the bed, and he's like, "I oh my god, it's been a half an hour. I just thought it was going to be a few minutes." <laughs> I blinked and I fell asleep. That's jet lag for you. Also, probably like 12 hours worth of traveling. I had a good solid 15 hours. I drove from Omaha. I drove from where I lived to where you live. And then we flew. So a good five hour drive followed by a good 10 hour of flights. It was fun. Yep. Yep. Good time. a heck of a journey. Yeah, it is. Are you feeling better now? Yeah. yeah. I feel good. I feel great. I got a couple drinks in me. It's beautiful here. and Yeah, the sun's out. It's October, but we've got uh, like 22 degrees Celsius, mm-hmm. 20 degrees. Um, yeah. And the Yanks are over here. Yanks are broad, mate. Whoa, get the beers in. Turn shit up. <laughs> um, but we we chatted last Sunday because I did your tarot reading. Mm-hmm. And um, so you had a week. I had a week. I had a week, yep. Uh, I don't know what I did. I... Just blacked it out. Yeah. Repressed. I worked, I think. Um, yeah, me too. What did I do on the weekend? Well, it, it... Oh, it's Monday, isn't it? Yeah, it is Monday. I don't know what you did this weekend. You had a gig. Oh, had, I had a gig. Had a, I had a gig. I had a gig, yep. Uh, yeah, we did a charity gig in Brighton. Nice. Um, 
We're raising money for uh, one of our band members' friends who unfortunately has been diagnosed with serious cancer. Oh, no. And so we're raising money for his family. Good. Um, it was really good. We raised a lot of money. Nice. And it was really cool. I'm going to do my trousers. Cool. <laughs> just, just unbutton them. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I would too if I had a button. Yeah, you don't have a button. Are they stretchy? They are. They are a little stretchy. Soft hmm. pants. Oh, soft pants. You know. Um, I feel like because we talked about it, I can talk about my menstrual cup adventure mm. that I went on. Mm. Please share. So I think, I don't remember what, oh, that was a big breath. You're going to have to cut that out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we talked about it on one of the episodes, kind of like periods and menstruation and tampons and that a couple people I know and love do menstrual cups. And I, my period decided to just show up right before we flew. And I was like, that's going to be a bitch. And so I went out and got a menstrual cup. And um, I don't know if it's for me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You have to get very familiar with yourself, which in all my Mm. 30 plus years, I have avoided. Um, (laughs) Turns out I'm afraid of my vagina (laughs) a little. (laughs) And uh, it's it's a lot. And I thought I was going to have to go to the hospital yesterday. Or today, actually, because I was like, this baby isn't going to come out on its own. (laughs) It's going to need some assistance. Wow. I did get it out. But um, I suspect I'm hearing my friends, Lauren in particular, saying you just need some practice. You'll you'll be good at it eventually. <laughs> Thing is, it is shaped like a plunger, and you have to put it up a a crevice. Yep. So, mm-hmm. and it does need a suction. Mm. So pulling it out is gonna be a tricky yeah. thing to do. I'll spare the gory details of it, but I did no think... share them. <laughs> okay. So like you have to kind of go up into the canal and pinch do we have a canal the vaginal canal oh, Gemma. Vaginal canal. <laughs> the, the virginal canal <laughs> oh do you have a problem with this levi no that's a beautiful thing <laughs> and you have to pinch it to get the suction to stop and it is it is just really hard to do yeah because again really apparently i'm, af- I'm afraid of i'm afraid of it <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, I've only ever used applicators yeah. for tampons because I don't want to... I'm not going up there. Exactly. <laughs> like, maybe they need to make an applicator remover for the cup yeah. because... <laughs> like, <laughs> like a plunger for <laughs> like some tongs. Oh, boy. This is going to be our highest rated episode yet. I can already tell. <laughs> I can tell already. <laughs> um, so I just... I think, I think it's good because it was good to have on the plane. Otherwise, I was going to be going to the bathroom a lot tiny i'm scared of bathrooms so and what's tiny you're tiny or i'm very i'm a very small just little baby no bathrooms on airplanes are tiny Uh, and also i hate flying so if i can just stay in the one seat that i'm in and pretend i'm not there do you also bring one of those like catheter bags (laughs) i don't need to i can go a long time i'm like a camel Yep. Just I just, store it in your yep, I just I just hold it and hold your it. Lovely lady lumps. We got yep, exactly. That's why I have a hump back. <laughs> um but I hips. Yeah, also the birthing hips, right? Say it, tell them. The birthing hips, that's where <laughs> you store it. I don't like the, the idea of it suctioning. As you should that area shouldn't be suctioned. Yeah, I agree. I <laughs> but you can leave it in for twelve hours. Oh that's and good. I think it's probably better for you than 
the tampons, which yep. we know now don't hold as much as they said because they use literal, literal water when they're doing the studies. And yeah, and they also give you toxic shock syndrome. Fragrance. Not to mention the trees that are involved in making them. Yeah. Yep. Environmental impact. Mm-hmm. And also, you're not meant to flush them down the toilet, but a lot of people do that. And then it clogs up all our drains. Yep. So mm. I don't. I learned that a long time ago and do not anymore. Unless I'm at somewhere that I, like, if I hate the person, I might. <laughs> <laughs> I have a gross story about oh, that. Please <laughs> say more. <laughs> okay, so once I lived in a flat in Brighton and uh, I had an ensuite in the room I rented. And I, at the time, didn't realize that you weren't meant to flush tampons down the toilet. Uh, I flushed it down the toilet, but it wasn't connected to a proper drain. It was a macerator toilet where it just churns everything up. Uh, and then shortly after the toilet broke, so we got our plumber friend to come round and have a look. And he was like, basically, what you've done is you've put a tampon down the toilet. and it, No, I didn't. It, no, I didn't. I haven't done that. <laughs> I don't have my period. Uh, and he took the thing apart and opened it and he was like, basically, we need to get that out. He's like, but I'm not fucking doing that. Because I'm your friend and you're not paying me for this. <laughs> he wasn't even my friend. He was my boyfriend's friend at the time. And so I had to put the macerator in the bath and I had to put some rubber gloves on. Mm. Shit out of the shit. No. Oh, wow. Used oh no. And you could just It was the grossest mm. thing I've ever done. It was fucking rank. So yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't do it even if you have really good plumbing, like we do in the States, because I've heard stories about just like the stuff that happens when you do that. So I don't, and I was well joking done. where I don't even if I don't like the person. <laughs> because it really can you be. You just throw it in their face. Yep. Yeah, like I just leave it on the side. <laughs> instead no it's bad but I think that's the thing is like no one ever when I started my period it's not like anyone told me don't do that no they're meant to be in fact on the box it's like don't flush the applicator don't flush the plastic wrap but you can flush the tampon yeah so that's what it says it's also those um flushable like bathroom wipes oh yeah that are meant to be able to be flushed you can't flush those you really can only flush your waist and I guess a little toilet paper yeah Probably shouldn't even be flushing toilet paper. No, probably not, really. Mm-hmm. But I'm not putting that in the bin. <laughs> oh, God. Can you imagine? No. <laughs> I would, you would just need like a industrial-sized wastebasket in your bathroom, I suppose. One of the diaper, diaper. I was oh just God. about to say that. Yeah. Yeah. I have a litter genie because I don't have kids, but yeah, it seems like that would be the best option. Yeah. <laughs> or we'll just start using litter trays. Yeah, you know what? That's a good point. Get a pooper scoop. scoop it. <laughs> You know, in America, they give uh, kids toilet uh, uh, to use the toilet in the if they if a kid refers to themselves as a cat, identify as a cat, the schools will provide them. No a way. I do think that's a myth. It is a myth, but there are people that believe it. Because uh-huh. <laughs> like one news station reported it and all of a sudden now all there, there's litter boxes yeah. in every corner of a school. <laughs> there is not. Handy. <laughs> Haven't seen it in all the schools I go into anyway. So and mm. I go into a lot. And the education doesn't provide anything for kids. So why would this be the special case? Oh, exactly. There's a good point. It's like they they don't provide books. <laughs> <laughs> An actual education they don't even provide. Writing tools. <laughs> Why the fuck would they provide a litter box to a kid that identifies as a cat? You're not going to even get lunch at our schools in America, so. <laughs> God. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's going to be a really divisive episode. <laughs> let's, let's go back to the cup. 
yeah. Okay, so anyway, the cup, my cup is good for 10 years. And also, apparently, every time you buy one, gives one to a girl in need somewhere. Oh, so that's I, nice. there is like a mm. nice component to it. But yeah, like I said, it just might not be for me, but it got me through 12 hours of traveling. Good. Okay. Well, next time I travel, I'm going to consider using one. <laughs> no, I have been meaning to try it, but I just. They look quite big as well. So, what does it sound like when it comes out? It doesn't sound like <laughs> anything. Exactly. There's no noise like... other than the sigh of relief when I wasn't going to die with a menstrual cup in. <laughs> God. Um, but I wonder if people have lost them. I Because I, like. I had to Google to be like, am I going to die? And it's like, you will get it out. You just need to fucking calm down. <laughs> Is that what Google said? Yes, pretty much. And so it's like, down. okay, I am going to just go to bed and try it again in the morning. But um, <laughs> so... They have two different sizes, and I made the unfortunate mistake of not paying attention to the first size, and that was also a problem. So I had to go get another one that was smaller. Mm. So you have to measure your vaginal cavity before you go. The one case where the size does matter. (laughs) I learned that from my friend Allison, whose sister uh, works for a company that makes them and, like, tests them. And apparently, vagina vault is a phrase that those companies use. Really? Yes, you're right. Levi's size does matter. It's size of your vagina vault and not the size of like your flow or whatever <laughs> have you seen those videos of people interviewing men i think it was when all the uh oh like abortion stuff yeah, yeah. and they're going around interviewing men about like tampons and stuff yeah. and they're like what do you think all the different size tampons are for and they're like the size of the Can't vagina i have a wide set vagina and heavy yeah. flow exactly I, well i think one was like big like a loose vagina or something yeah. like that yeah. right like big massive slut no nope it's a muscle, it's so. Muscle and a bone structure, mm. more or less. Yeah. And if anyone's wondering, it's for your flow, how heavy your flow is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. But even recently, like I was saying earlier, like a study came out showing that they aren't as absorbent as they originally claimed. And a big part is because the study didn't even use actual blood. They just used water. Well, that's stupid. Yes, it is very stupid. And so when you saw the commercials with the blue water, yeah. that's because that's actually what they were using as their study. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah. And the amount of chemicals that are in them, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's what's actually giving us toxic shock. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I used to be so paranoid about that when I was yeah. younger. Me, too. But they didn't tell me about that. I had to read it in, like, Teen Cosmo about oh, really? a girl who well, We died. have it in our, like, you know, little pamphlet that comes Oh, you read it. that? Yeah, I did read it once. Well, yeah. we can't read in America, as you heard. So <laughs> We also don't provide sex education. We talked about that. You're right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Levi's face was pretty horrified just now when we were talking <laughs> about some of that. It's mostly, it's mostly the studying. Like, I didn't know that they were using water. Because I, I understand it as like a blood clot or like something that's thicker or heavier. Tissue. It's, yeah, it's like a tissue. It's, your, it's the lining of your uterus that's mm-hmm. shedding itself. It's not... <laughs> the shedding Where is my cervix? The cervix is the back part of the the it's that's right. It's like when if I was to stick my fingers all the way in and I touch the back, that's the cervix, right? I don't know. <laughs> You're genuinely you asking. You don't even stick your fingers yeah, in the cut. <laughs> Please cut so much of this out right now. <laughs> I had to have a conversation with my friend who was very into it and she's like, now make sure it's like above your or below your cervix and i go but what, what does that mean <laughs> how do i know I and she's like i don't really like know what else to tell there, you like... i don't think it's that far back I'm gonna Google it. I, I, all right I'm everyone's googling it. right now i'm gonna I'm describe not. this levi got his phone Gemma got her phone 
and they're googling where is my cervix is right now where is kate's cervix where's kate's cervix it's like the middle yeah so apparently well when she said it was behind go make sure it's behind it i didn't know if she meant behind here or behind there <laughs> Ooh. Push it, push it Ew. <laughs> there's no way that looks normal i didn't need them to That's make sure it decided to Buddies so, are weird, so where do you y'all. need to put it? Underneath your cervix. So I think it. I think what it gets suctioned at least it. to the cervix, at least, so that because that's where the blood's coming from. So if it's not set right, you're gonna have leakage. Oh, this sounds far too complicated. It is. Right? Can we have someone from a salt company? tampax somewhere? We need you guys Just to email us and talk shit us to know, us at Gmail yeah. because we don't know our own bodies. It is around the cervix. So when you you slide the cup in. It kind of goes around the sides of the cervix, and that's the suction. That's how you get the suction. So you got to kind of push it in, you know, like a pop socket. That's a that's a cervical cap. Yeah, that's why I was having so much trouble. Because like, that's how I had to like pinch it. So that means I had to have three Three fingers. fingers (laughs) No, no, that's not for me. I don't think Mm -mm. three fingers isn't bad. Okay. (laughs) As someone who doesn't have a vagina, I don't think you could actually decide that. You know, I think today the question is, we have so many things to talk shit about, but I think we're going to talk about sexual predators. Mm. Yeah? My favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we thought we would talk a little bit about what's been happening with Russell Brand. For those of you who don't know, Russell Brand is... He was in um, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. He was He's a comedian. Yeah, so before he was, went to America, yeah. he was a well-known comedian over these parts. Mm-hmm. And actually, it's funny, I'll talk about it more later, but his content was very sexually orientated mm-hmm. and quite grotesque in some places. But mm-hmm. at the time, he just thought it was really funny because... He's Russell Brand, and that's what he does. And right. He's got funny hair and wears tight trousers, so it's fine. Yep. He married Katy Perry for a brief period. Yep. Now he's married to a woman called Laura Gallagher. He's got two kids, one on the way. Related to the Gallagher brothers at all? No. Okay. But her sister is Kirsty Gallagher, and she's into, like, spiritual shit mm. and mm. astrology mm-hmm. that would explain his like transformation that. huh possibly because he was very i think like forgetting sarah marshall was probably my first introduction to him and mm-hmm. he was a musician in that movie yeah and i very much like that seemed kind of like his thing because he's skinny jeans long hair kind of rocker vibe yeah but he was he was not a musician no comedian just a comedian just also a dirty previous. comedian heroin addict sex addict um, and he used to be on, before he was like doing stand-up, he did loads of sort of late night shows. Mm-hmm. Not like talk shows, but like... Naked Attraction. <laughs> no. <laughs> Which is on HBO Max now for us. Oh, is way. it? Fantastic. So, yeah. You can all watch that then. Yeah. Enjoy. Well, I mean, I've already seen it all, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'll yeah. binge that in no, one day. <laughs> yeah, I don't have to watch it on YouTube. Um, but basically, the whatever, like after kids go to bed type TV, right? Yes, so it's recently come out um, via a 
Channel 4 documentary investigative series that there has been allegations made against him by, I think it was four previous partners Mm -hmm. who have said that he uh, sexually assaulted them in one way or another. Yep. Now, one as young as 14 or 15 at the time. Yeah. Yeah. At the time. At the time, yeah. So this was years ago. Because mm. she's an adult now, I think. That's it. And, at the, you know, she said that at the time she didn't realise that she was being groomed. But mm-hmm. it certainly seems that way now that she's an adult and is able to reflect mm-hmm. on what happened. Like, if I remember what I read correctly, she was, maybe her parents told her she couldn't see him because she told her parents and he sent a car to her school and told her to leave school. And she did. Yeah, it was one of those situations, like, when you're that age, it all seems very exciting. Mm-hmm. And, I'm you so know, cool and mature. This older man likes yeah, me. Yeah, this older man likes me. Yeah. And he's, you know, booking me taxis to take me places. Mm-hmm. And I think they met shopping. Oh, yeah. yeah. She was at the mall. And, and he approached her and he's like, you're going to wear this dress on a date. And his, yeah, her mom it, was yeah. like, absolutely not, because you're a child. Yeah. And so then he's like, well, I'll just pick you up at school then. Yeah, yeah. He, sent, yeah he sent her car to her school to pick her up. And yeah. she went, because why wouldn't you? Can't say I wouldn't go. This was in 2006 as well. Oh, mm. God. So quite Yeah, a basically around. when we were in school. Yeah. Damn. Um, but it sounds like he was quite, um, he liked the control aspect yeah, of been, it. and persistent. Yeah. And it was, it was a consensual relationship, and she admits that on, on mm. the documentary. But she was a child. Yeah, but she was a child. And then it kind of progressed into other stuff so she gave an example of one time they were at his flat and he ran her a bath and then he had to go out and he said i want you to stay in this bath Mm -hmm. and you need to be there when i come back you cannot move scary Mm. and she said she sort of did for a little bit and then was like it's really cold in here i'm Mm -hmm. gonna get out of the bath like so she got out and then when she heard him come back in and got back in the bath and not even like i thought you were kidding so i'm out now yeah God. So she thought he, yeah, meant it. Mm, exactly. And it shows the, the kind of mm-hmm. fear mm-hmm. surrounding it. Um, there are other examples of there was like an actress in America when he came over to America who, I think she worked with him. She was like a writer or a producer. I can't really remember, to be honest. Um, she was on a set, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were like quite good friends. And then went to his apartment one night or something and he basically trapped her yeah and tried to have sex with her and Mm -hmm. she was like no fuck off Mm -hmm. she managed to get out and run out and she said there were other colleagues outside that worked with them both and could hear what was going on because she was screaming and stuff and they didn't do anything about it or didn't say anything because that's just what russell would like Mm -hmm. And she said she's actually been approached by people, those guys since, or one of the guys since, that have said, you know, I really regret not doing anything that night. We heard what was going on and we didn't do anything. Um, And I think it was Katy Perry also said after the allegations became public that she had a feeling like it would come to fruition eventually, but had never mentioned anything before that. Yeah, she, she said something cryptic about, like, I knew everything would come to light at some point. 
because mm. I gu- I'm guessing that was probably when they were together or maybe even like how he was with her during their relationship. Yeah. So the other two women were women that were in a relationship with him, mm-hmm. but that he raped them whilst they were in the relationship. They said no. And they both described him, his eyes going blank or dark and something coming over him mm-hmm. and they just couldn't get through to him. And he did what he did and mm-hmm. then was extremely apologetic afterwards or the next day and what have you. Um, so, yeah, I mean, God knows how many other women because he was known to be a ladies' man and... Promiscuous. Promiscuous. Sex addict, alcoholic. Yeah. I think he was an Alcoholics Anonymous as well. Well, and yeah. I think his big thing was that he was very open about mm-hmm. his addictions and his recovery. Mm. And so... And I his wa- sex life. He mm-hmm. won... Shagger of the year twice in one of our what is that? national newspapers. It was just like a joke award, but mm-hmm. he was celebrated for it over here. He was, you know, the celebrity shagger of the year. He went around shagging everyone, and that was. I don't think it was about like someone being an excellent lover. It was more just like this person is known, yeah, to be promiscuous, mm-hmm. right? So I think that I wonder if for those people who are maybe in relationships with them. If he was able to kind of be like, I'm sorry, it's my past and I don't know what came over me and I'm in recovery and it was just a one off and I will never do it again and I love you and I'm so sorry, you know, Mm. and like that was kind of his way of being able to keep them. And emotional manipulation. Yeah. Yeah. That's what abusers do, isn't it? Mm -hmm. I'll change. It'll never happen again. Because I think the question is, given maybe how long ago some of this occurred, is like, why now? Right. Mm -hmm. And also it's hard to fucking talk about this. Like we I could I could pull up some stats about how many how many sexual assaults actually get reported, how many actually get arrested, how many actually go to trial and how many actually get acquitted. And like the way that victims are treated. Even when it's not a celebrity situation and Mm. it's difficult to talk about that kind of stuff, you know. And, and so, especially when they're, you know, rich and exactly could hire fucking ridiculous. There's lots of power there. And... and so people don't report that stuff. So I think anyone asking like, why now? Well, it's hard to talk about. Um, and but the other thing, the interesting thing about this story or this case is, is his response to it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so he's released a couple of videos on Instagram um, so he's very much into the wellness scene now and, you know, he's a very spiritual person. He even puts on like a wellness festival over here, um, into meditation and yoga and all that. Um, and he's he's released these videos where he's also very much into talking about like big pharma, big media. Very COVID. He had a lot of thoughts about COVID and yeah. the vaccines, didn't he? Um, a lot of things like that. And he seems to be now using that as an excuse. So he's saying that these allegations are big media's way of shutting him up, of exposing what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, but the videos, he's, you know, staring directly down into the camera. His eyes are wide open. Mm-hmm. He's using the body language is it's like a mind control yeah like very leader of a cult vibe yeah very much so it's interesting because i just it is such a convenient excuse right and there's enough people out there based like we talk about conspiracies on a couple episodes ago and 
because we know that sometimes media doesn't get it right and there are, you know, there's slant and bias in media and there are certain organizations that maybe don't publish things that are fully factual. And it's such a convenient excuse. And I think this is true in any time. There's kind of like a he said, she said scenario of mm-hmm. they're just mad because I broke up with them. Yeah. They're, they were just, and they're embarrassed because they were drunk and they consented and like they felt ashamed. Like very much a, a shaming place mm-hmm. that he could, I think he knew he could be like, this is just big media trying yeah. to shut me up for telling the truth. Because the video you showed us, Gemma, was like, oh, TNI, Trusted News, whatever, Trusted yeah. News Collective, or I can't remember the acronym is, um, but it was TNI. So NBC. I'm so dumb. Um, anyway. <laughs> so dumb. But it was like, trust anything that says trusted in it, you should automatically know you shouldn't like put your trust in. And I, yeah. like, I agree with that, right? Like, yeah. just because someone says, you can trust me, mm-hmm. uh, you shouldn't immediately be like, yeah, okay. But people do. Right. And people trust things that aren't mainstream because they think everything's like got an agenda, which mm. is why we see some of the stuff with Trump and Trump saying it's just big media trying to make people not like me, but I got my people. So don't trust the news. Mm. You know, it's it's weird because if I'm completely honest, when I first heard it, my initial thoughts because of his persona and how. Yeah, he is known as a promiscuous person and that's how he was I was like they're probably just exaggerating mm-hmm. you know he's just he was always a very sexual person and they're probably just trying to get the money and then the documentary came out before the criminal proceedings mm-hmm. which I know we've talked about some sometimes that's how it needs to be yeah. my initial thoughts were it's going to be very difficult to have a fair trial now mm-hmm. it's so loud in the news it's going to be very difficult to find anyone that's not heard mm-hmm. of what's happened it's not the criteria though no because we had the same thing with george floyd and having it held in the same county where he was murdered mm. and i mean they did it a little differently than they normally would people were sent out surveys rather than being pulled in and then basically right. told but people were sat down and they're like i will listen to the evidence i right. can listen to the evidence mm. because there's nowhere we could go in the country who had heard about yeah. what happened to George. The so there was literally nowhere. Mm. And so it's like, we're going to present evidence. Yeah. And you can listen to it and make a decision based on that. Mm. And people are people are either able to say, yeah, I think it could do that, or I don't think I can. And so, um, I don't know. I assume it's probably similar here, maybe. Yeah, I think you have to, to a certain extent, prove that you don't have a bias opinion mm-hmm. towards it mm-hmm. how they prove that i don't know i've never done jury questions yeah trust Questioning. just like i mean judges have to assess credibility mm-hmm. of witnesses all the time and so some of it just comes down to someone saying yes or no i can't yeah because just as many people who are maybe trying to get on a jury there's people trying to get off who are yeah. like i hate cows and i hate the police <laughs> and i hate women just because yeah. they don't want to serve you know mm. so but the interesting thing is is it's not a a bad point of like it would be easier to not have that media influence but the police don't investigate sexual assault no that's very true but yeah the the point i was making is that his image 
I'm Russell Brand, me. baby. I'm kind of aggressive sex perv. Yeah, and like, <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest, I quite fancied him when really? I was younger. Yeah, I did. Like, I thought he was cool. You he like that like dirty, little, sticky look, I do you? Yeah, I quite like that. <laughs> dirty, scagged look. <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't <laughs> i did like a band member as well back mm. in the day <laughs> but it's that image that initially made me question it and it wasn't until i watched the documentary and watched the evidence mm-hmm. that these women were given and not only that they also had people that knew him that gave not accounts of them knowing about mm-hmm. sexual assault incidents but just how he was back then and you know the way he acted towards certain people um it really changes your view on it and i was like oh shit i thought one thing about this story that might be interesting to talk about is we've heard time and time again about men in power who've taken advantage of that power i mean we have harvey weinstein Mm -hmm. and we have um kevin spacey well i was gonna yes i was leading to that levi thank you (laughs) (laughs) but there was um larry nasser the gymnast doctor who basically sexually assaulted all of his gymnasts Mm -hmm. like there's time and time again examples of these people who put themselves in positions where they have access and can get away with it because of the position they're in the vulnerability of their victims one thing we don't hear that much about, though, is like marginalized communities. And in particular, like you said, Kevin Spacey, who I think is probably one of the only of the um, kind of level of people who get accused of these things that is more of an LGBTQ blend. Correct. So, and... who you, He's now living as a gay man, which is, which is sort of offensive because... Of... Well, he came out before that. Right, like Kevin Spacey came out before the allegations came out. I don't believe so. Okay. I think oh. it was after the That's allegations yeah. came out. Uh, uh. Okay. So, Kevin Spacey was originally faced with a total of seven counts of sexual assaults, three counts of indecent assault, and two counts relating to non-consensual sexual activity. Uh, a year after being granted un- unconditional bail, uh, he appeared in London's Southwark Crown Court. So it happened in England. Yes. It, it wasn't it, it did happen in england uh this was on june 28th um and having pled guilt not guilty on all 12 charges against him a week ahead of the verdict that number dropped to nine thanks to uh, legal technicality uh, spacey maintained that he was innocent and denied all all charges against him telling good morning america uh, I'm, I'm confident that i'll prove my innocence yada yada uh, and and was acquitted of all charges but some things came out before the charges, right? Like he, people started talking about Kevin Spacey and his behavior before that happened. Like if I recall correctly, there was someone who was very young. Was that Anthony Rapp? They were all young, yes. And like they started talking about him and kind of his predatory nature before any charges happened, right? Correct. And how did you feel about that? <laughs> quickly doing my research (laughs) (laughs) well okay i think i'm more curious to hear about like your perspective on we already talked earlier off air about how victims whether it's missing women murdered women someone gets murdered it's always white heteronormative people yeah white cis men or women Mm -hmm. and women that people like the news cares about and so i'm more curious about like when kevin spacey 
I remember when that news came out. And first and foremost, I think he, I think, surprised because I was like, I didn't realize that maybe he was gay. And no, I didn't. Two, like he kind of just looks like this average guy. Like you think about like famous actors, and he kind of like got the. I'm famous for being like a normal looking person. Very mm. egg shape. Yeah. <laughs> not attractive yeah. or fit. Like he's not a heartthrob, right? And so then all of a sudden these allegations are coming out about like him being a predator, and it's like, oh damn, and it's young men, and it's like he invites them to a party, he corners them, they say no, whatever. And uh, really kind of no one getting as up in arms about it as they did with, like, Harvey Weinstein or other people. Well, it's, it's, it's true what they say about the queer community. Very, very hypersexual. It's, a, a, it's how we are different in every aspect of heteronormativity. It's homosexuality is the mm-hmm. sexuality of being gay. Uh, so when it comes to people... The homosexuality of being gay. <laughs> <laughs> Redundant. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to people in power, there can be times where uh, somebody might be authentically attracted to them, but not sexually attracted to them. Um, being being somebody who is mediocre in looks, but has a lot of affluence in media, or in, in this case, uh, Hollywood, uh, somebody might be prone to getting close to him in a way that is to gain something uh, and inevitably, in his case, sexually assaulting other people. Like networking in a way, right? Like I'm just networking. Getting to know somebody in a more intimate way. It can be a date. It can be yeah. coffee, something simple like that. Uh, uh, trying- Which is actually like a very like straight person thing to do too. Like older men ask younger women out and like, I can make you famous, baby. Right? Yep. Like that's probably going on. I mean, that's the dream, right? Yeah. Well. No one said that, but if they did, I'd be like, okay. Like, come here. Let me be your sugar baby. I'll take care of you. Um, But what I feel like is that there's kind of this, oh, yeah, well, that's how they act, right? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do. Kevin Spacey, if he's gay, that's how he's going to be in, like, the, you know, the the people who they're saying are victims of him are like, well, you you know, it's kind of like who you are as a person. Or that they were asking for it. The age-old, uh, mm-hmm. not the euphemism, but the age-old uh, excuse for, well, what were you wearing? Were you asking for it? Were you showing cleavage? Because then you were definitely asking for it. Yeah. But I think, like, it's not quite the same with the queer community. You're it, Like, are you asking for it vis-a-vis just being in the queer community? Is that what they're saying because of the hypersexual nature that people stereotype the queer community as? Yeah, because they think that because we are queer people, we all sleep with each other, which isn't true. It's it's a it's quite the diverse group of people. So it's not that you're going to be attracted to everybody in the same umbrella, mm-hmm. uh, but somebody of power coming along, telling you that they can help you do something, is going to cause somebody to to scoot a little closer in a sense. Mm. Yeah. So him being acquitted, like I said earlier, doesn't necessarily mean he was innocent. Correct. It more or less means. The jury didn't find the evidence compelling enough. Maybe there was some sort of technicality. Maybe they just believed him, which is also a risk when you go to trial, which is why Mm. sexual assault cases don't go to trial that much because it does sometimes come down to it was consensual versus it wasn't. And sometimes juries want to believe maybe that the person in front of them isn't a rapist. Especially somebody who's famous. And like I said, if somebody's going to grant a favor of some sorts and and that comes out to the jury where they're telling this person is 
was coming on to me, even though they were just trying to get something from him, mm-hmm. and it led to something that they didn't necessarily want or expect to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it shouldn't mean that he's necessarily innocent of sexually assaulting these young people mind you they were 12 and 14 year olds who were doing this so Mm. aside from being minors and him going about his way with them uh uh they probably were just seeking some type of attention validation or gaining uh surely he should be done for having underage sex anyway then or you know sexual activities with a minor well yeah because there's a reason why you can't consent at before a certain age yeah. even if you're like yeah I'll, I'll do this like you are literally mm. too young yeah. to actually be able to say that knowingly i have to correct myself rap was 14 and spacey was 26 Ew. at the time Ew. that's a big age difference and so young yeah Ugh. wow so going back to russell brand real quick though you said charges have been pressed not that I'm aware of. Oh. I think they're investigating it. Oh, okay. I thought I thought maybe criminal charges have occurred. No. Not and it, as yet. I guess it's just it's gross and the fact that I think he's gotten some traction with it's just big media trying to take us down is yeah. just It's mad. I was reading the comments on his posts. Because I thought, I wonder how people are reacting. I wonder how his fans are reacting to this. Mm-hmm. And it's it was astounding how many people were like, we're supporting you 100%. Mm-hmm. This is all bullshit. And so many of them were women as well. And I was like, yeah. wow. Fuck. It's actually upsetting. Because I think that sexual assault is the thing that people struggle to just believe victims. It's so yeah. much easier for them to be like, they're lying for whatever mm-hmm. reason. Yeah. With a grooming situation too, they start them young and it, it, it it's mm. hard for them to voice what's happening because they're not really sure what is going to inevitably happen. Mm. So in, in, And they develop feelings for that person. So it's a very confusing mix well, of... Yeah. So in the case of Spacey, he was the producer of a movie. So there was some expectations of them to grow their career as an actor. Mm. Uh, the grooming was taking place through lessons of acting and, and, and you know, consensual things well, like consensual because of their age well if, if, if you're but they made it seem like it was normalized yeah, yeah. come, That's the come over to my house we'll, we'll, <clears throat> we'll run the lines we'll have a few drinks and we'll have some fun i mean we could talk about the catholic church yeah and grooming yeah because it's again someone who's in a position of authority mm-hmm. starting with i'm your friend come sit on my lap and i'm gonna comfort you you know mm-hmm. and then it advances to the point where this is something that you want because if you don't then you're not you're a sinner you're a sinner or you're Mm. not going to be an actor or even a little less egregious than that like don't tell anyone this because you don't want me to get in trouble i'm your friend yeah i am your friend and you don't want to see and no one will understand even though this is okay or Mm. it's not you know people are going to get mad about this because it's private so and that is what grooming is so like there's so many ways to go about it and the problem is is it's just manipulative and you're taking advantage of someone who's vulnerable and young Mm -hmm. or maybe not young but like just grooming can be due to vulnerability whatever you know and Seeking guidance and validation should not be means of grooming. And we place so much stock in people who are in positions of power in church. And we place a high like priority on people who are of celebrity status that um, because they're famous, like 
they can do whatever they want. Yep. You can go to a court and say, look, this person gave me a tattoo and have the visible tattoo on your body. But if you're less than them, they, they'll obviously get favored. You wanted that tattoo. You asked for that tattoo. <laughs> you asked for that tattoo. Therefore. Yeah. And it's from me. So, yeah, it's gross. And I think that that's the thing that is frustrating about Russell Brand and Kevin Spacey is that just because they're in movies, famous, um, the people who maybe were abused by them are now looking to like they're being characterized as attention seeking, fame seeking, money, money seeking, um, mm-hmm. whatever. And their experiences get minimized because of it. And it's sad. And that happens to just regular people who are abused by other regular people too. Mm. So yeah, yeah. You don't have to be a famous actor or a politician uh, to groom people. You can be an everyday Joe and we're not giving advice, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounded like, didn't it? <laughs> you know what? Like, you can groom people, too. <laughs> it's not a big deal. Just find someone vulnerable, and you can groom them. I'm taking notes. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah, um, it is. What's wrong and with Levi's right, it happens everywhere, you know, in schools, and it just random situations mm-hmm. where an older person will come across someone vulnerable, take advantage of them, groom them to their needs. Um, but you shouldn't be afraid to report it if it does happen. Um, and I just want to highlight that the religion religion aspect of, of this, what we're discussing, is, is, is a big problem because mm. not, not anybody will be willing to talk about it because no, favored that. That's it. Society. I know people that were assaulted by religious people mm-hmm. um and I mean, yeah we they all, we all do if, if you haven't talked to the person yeah. before we, we we absolutely know at least one person in our lives as just common people who have been assaulted sexually emotionally or physically yeah mm-hmm. i think there's this statistic out there it's maybe more geared towards cisgender straight women but what like one in five but if we actually broadened it to all would, classes, it would be way more. I would even mm. shorten it for the queer community because it's, it's so hypersexualized, and and mm. there are certain stigmas behind fetishes of young and old, father son. Uh, so that that definitely plays a part into it too. Some people do have a genuine response, positive response to like a rape fantasy or or, or that sorts. But it it. It depends on the person to be able to protect themselves and to make sure that the person that they're doing it with is is respectful and understands yeah. what they're looking for in that sense. So I, I feel like there would be less, I would th- feel like it would be like one in two people in the queer community have been assaulted. Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, we've gone from not being able to fish out moon cups to... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's quite the episode. Am I the asshole? You know I am, baby. <laughs> no, he is, baby. <laughs> At least I have one. Well, we all do, technically, Levi. Mine's new. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the fifth week post-hemorrhoidectomy. I'm pretty, pretty excited about it. Whoop, whoop. Good for you, buddy. You got a brand new asshole. <laughs> Zero out of ten. Do not Mama's got a brand new butt. <laughs> <laughs>
Right. Oh boy. <laughs> okay, you can choose. Okay, so I've I've got quite a short one. Short and sweet. Mm-hmm. It's about dick pics. Oh. oh. We'll let Levi pick. Or a longer one, which is about a dick smelling like soup. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, I can, okay. I can speak to both. Okay. You only can pick one, Levi. Oh, the decision. Smelly dick or dick pick. I know, it's tricky, isn't it? I mean, I can relate to both, too, because... Because you have a smelly dick? Sometimes. <laughs> smelly it happens. Smelly dick, smelly dick. What are they feeding you? Beautiful. Okay. Okay, I'll hold this. Am I the asshole for telling my at the time boyfriend that his dick smelled like soup? I dated a guy for like six months. I was 22, just about to turn 23, and he was 21. We were mildly long distance, not really, it was a 45 minute drive, um, but one that he didn't really like making whilst I didn't mind at all. So we would hang out a couple of times a week, and when we did, we'd often do stuff. I mention this because there was usually the assumption that we were going to be physically intimate, though even if we hadn't been, the issue was present through his jeans. Oh. It was all the way through his pants? He had a boner. No, he had a boner, not oh. the smelly dick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he had an erection. Not yet. Okay. Okay. Maybe um, they didn't have sex, but he still had a boner. Yeah. At first, I tried to ignore the hygiene issues, but this man had a pretty manual job and he would almost exclusively wear sweaters over a t-shirt. So, you know, he'd sweat heavily. So I decided to ask him one day about showering and how often he did it. And he, his answer was three or four times. That was it. No per week, no per month, or in my entire life. <laughs> Mans did not spe- specify a time frame whatsoever. I mean, it had to have been per week, right? You'd hope so, wouldn't you? Because it wasn't going to be days. And if it were months, then it's... Yeah. Like, no one would admit that. Once a week. I show her once a week. Sometimes. Sometimes it's only three times a month. (laughs) Okay, go on. Okay. (laughs) Flash forward a few months into our relationship, and I have my head in his lap at a friend's house. He's wearing jeans and underwear, mind you, but all I could smell was broccoli cheddar soup. (laughs) That's what I was afraid of. I was afraid it was coming through the pants, not the boner. The hard pants, too. The hard pants. (laughs) 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 So she's laying on his lap at a party. Yep. All she could smell was broccoli cheddar soup. I really Um, want Something that no one was eating, nor had they eaten. I didn't say anything at the time, of course, but the next time he was at my house and we tried to do stuff, I asked him gently as I could to please shower. That's when I told him that the hygiene had been an issue, as this man was uncircumcised, would work all day long, oh, no. and wouldn't shower before seeing me. Well, I could have, I could have assumed that he was uncircumcised, without even knowing that. Mm. Oh, must be nice to know so much ch- about penises. The cheese gives it away. <laughs> they do call it dick cheese. <laughs> yeah. oh, and sometimes is... it can build up into like a oh, white kind God, of, stop. like think of like pilling skin. <laughs> it happens. It's natural. I'm circumcised, so I, I don't experience it, but I have experienced it on another person. It's yeah. called dick cheese. Gemma, yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's your experience with dick cheese? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I've, I've had experiences with dick cheese. Not many people are circumcised here. So. Okay, we haven't even gotten through the story to decide if this is a person or not. 
person is an asshole. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. Um, it would work a long day. It wouldn't shower before seeing me or sometimes days before seeing me to the point where his underwear had a layer of grime on them. Ooh. But still expected oral. Bruh. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Um, he seemed kind of surprised. So I told him that the last time we were at his friend's house, I could smell broccoli cheddar soup <laughs> emitting from his jeans. He then told me that he didn't know he was expected to wash his genitals slash ass every day, or at least every other day. Oh, oh no. I'm covering the mic like I'm about to fight. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to point that out. I was like, I thought you were going to throw up. I'm getting, well, maybe that. I think I was feeling like I'm ready to fight someone right now. (laughs) I also just want to bring it back to where I was dry heaving about period blood. That was just a joke. This is like, literally, I could throw up because of this. I'm really sorry. <laughs> um, so he told me that he didn't know he was expected to wash his genitals or ass every day or at least every other day. He then proceeded to blame it on his dad, saying, well, I don't know. My dad never told me that. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, Daddy, should I wash my penis now? Now I'm covering the mic. <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> okay, we do not date anymore. This is not the reason why, but it sure as hell didn't help. Anyway, I may have gone too far describing his smell as a soup, but it had just been persisting for months that I couldn't take it anymore. Was I too harsh? Am I the arsehole? If that wasn't a reason enough, if, if you broke up for another reason besides having the smelliest dick on the world, in, in, on the planet, in the galaxy. That's your point of view. I want to say that it's not it's it's more common sense to wash your genitals. If you have an uncircumcised penis, you will be able to smell it. You sit on the toilet, it's going to it's going to waft up. He could smell it. He was just being naive, I guess, and saying that bringing up his dad too. Like that's totally naive. Your dad doesn't have to tell you to wash your shit. You just wash it. Yeah. I've, Especially with a manual job. Like even worse. Mm-hmm. Kate, you seem like you want to say something. I just think that had this person not said anything, could she have gotten an infection or some sort of like issue because of his hygiene? Mm -hmm. So at some point talking about it because it literally impacted her physical health. Like, no, you're not an asshole. And she, you also did it nicely. Yeah, no, she's definitely not the asshole. A hundred percent not the asshole. No. And I'm so happy to hear they're not together because... <laughs> I'm surprised that that's not the reason because gross. It might have been. been. I guess no, we're not she, sure. She said it was She other said they're not together, but I think she was... For other reasons. Yeah. So other reasons are the fact that he probably was not a very giving lover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, to, to expect head and smell like dick cheese. Exactly. When somebody does not appreciate the smell of dick cheese, if you if you get off on dick cheese, cool. I get it. Sometimes I like a mess too. It's great. No. But when it's something no. that you can smell through your jeans, through your hard pants, other people can smell that too. Like, buddy, you gotta you gotta take care of that. There's yeah. there's no there's no issues. You should shower every day, even if you don't do a manual job. I think. Um, Absolutely. Or know. every other day. Or you know, yeah. do it. 
on, on a base, case by case yeah, basis or at least actually just really consider it if you're going to be getting naked with another human and expecting them yep. to put their mouth on parts of your body or mm-hmm. let you put yours or let you insert things into their body to shower yeah even an, uncir- a even an uncircumcised penis can get smelly same thing with vaginas it's just a natural thing that we all experience from time yep. to time yep. so i i i'm not gonna say that you need to shower every single day some people Probably don't for a variety of reasons. That's fine. Whatever. But I just think like if you were going to be with another human in some way. 100%. Might be nice to just do that thing. Yeah. And. Even if it's a quick TPA shower. Tits, puss, and ass. Yes. <laughs> exactly. My, mo- my mom. Holes. TPH. Tits, pits, and holes. That's a new one. I got to tell my mom that. Yep. Um, G, tell us your perspective. <laughs> I just want to share the top comment, which is. Did it smell like man chowder? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh. Man chowder is a good one. I'm going to use that. <laughs> oh, God. Um, no, I don't think she's an asshole. Uh, if, as you say, if you're going to be sexually intimate with someone, then the least you can do is just have a little wash. I do, every time. Even yeah. if the person's like... I'm not I, accusing I mean, you. <laughs> this was actually about Levi. <laughs> They they reframe the gender of the other person. It's actually a man talking about my yeah. dick cheese. Levi, you're so smelly. And he also lied. I'm definitely uncircumcised. <laughs> no, um, this isn't about anyone we know, but I think just shout out to all the people we do know uh, with dick cheese. Who, who like and also like the smell of dick cheese. Stop trying to make that a thing. It is a thing. That is not fetch. It is so fetch. <laughs> I want to do the one about a dick pic, too. <laughs> okay, we could do that one. It's quite Can we do two assholes today? Am I the asshole? Let's do double assholes. Ooh, double, double the pleasure. Double okay. the fun. It's the great I think this one's... of the statement. Double mint. That's the great. That's the statement of the great okay. mint of double mint gum. Yeah. I think this is going to be pretty clean and cut. Yeah. Short, sweet. I think I know what I'm going to, what you're going to say. Cool. A guy sent me an unsolicited dick pic and I sent it to his family. Am I the arsehole? <sighs> when I was around 17 or 18, a guy kept bothering me by sending me dick pics and videos, even after I told him I didn't want to see it. I blocked him a few times, but he'd make new accounts. So I searched for his name on Facebook. I found his family on his profile as they were labelled. And I sent screenshots of our chats and his dick pic, blurred as I didn't want to scare them as well, to his mum. I didn't get a reply, but he hasn't messaged me since. During that time, I felt victorious about it, but now I feel bad. Am I the asshole? I'm raising my hand right now because okay, I want to go first. Please go first. I think that he's the asshole. This goes back to our assault conversation earlier mm. and people pretending like they have power and influence over people. He clearly did not have power or influence over her. She was not attracted to these pictures. So she had all the right to call him out on his bullshit. Yep. I, I appreciate her for that. I would be traumatized if somebody sent my parents and my sister by dick pics but i'm also not insistent and persistent on <laughs> pursuing somebody who's not interested in me like if i if i have a conversation with if you first told you to stop you would stop absolutely there's no doubt about that i think that's the key here yeah so he he is the asshole to me kate yeah i agree i mean i was thinking if it was like the first one on a dating app like maybe just block the man but uh she asked him to stop and she also did the kind thing of blurring them out. I know. I wouldn't have done that. No. 100% not. Yeah, full frontal. 
drawn a red circle around it. <laughs> By the way, here's the penis. Your son's dick. Yeah, this penis. Yep. Um, smells so. like dick cheese, Grandma. No. No, not the asshole here. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. Um, yeah, not the asshole. And I don't know about... Oh, it says, I think in some states of the US, that's a crime. In, U- in the UK, that is actually a crime now. You can't send unsolicited dick pics. It is a hate crime. It is a sexual crime. And you can't go to prison for it. Oh, so. I've been on Grinder since I've been here, and it's happened several times. But the difference is, is when you don't respond, they stop responding. Exactly. I think that unsolicited means an active no. There might be something about being on Grinder that is kind of like an implied consent thing. Yeah. Um, it's not a crime. Maybe it is in some states in the U.S., but sending them to someone else might be a crime. Mm. So the person here who's like, you're not going to stop, I'm going to send them to your mom. That might be a crime because revenge porn is a crime, which is, yeah. I wonder if a prosecutor would look at this and be like, I'm not going to charge this one, but you could. I think the fact that they have asked them to stop, blocked them, this person has created new accounts. Yes. And is actively... That's straight up harassment. Yeah. That's yeah. sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. Is it bad that I kind of want to see it? <laughs> Find him. Was it that good? You like really had to show it off that much? I think that's a question. It's, it's just like, oh. Yeah, I know you said no, but you don't mean it. Here's another one. Remember what it looks like. <laughs> well, uh, this is an interesting episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for listening. If you got this far, if you made it past the, the smelly dick cheese, <laughs> then I appreciate you listening. Um, get in touch with your smelly dick stories. Um, actually, or no, specifically no, no, me. No, no, Just no, send no, them no. to me. I'll, I'll be, yeah. I'll be send, down for Send it. them to Levi. He's up for it. If you put in the subject line for Levi, we'll just forward it on. Yeah, you could do that. <laughs> That'd be great. Um, but, uh, you know, if you had thoughts about this episode, you can send it to talkshiptous at gmail.com. We'll get in touch on social media at TSYB Pod mm-hmm. on Twitter. You so good this time, you Insta. guys. Thank you so much. You really remembered your socials. I'm Yay. proud of you. <laughs> also, thank you for having me. It's it's an honor and a pleasure. I'm still your biggest fans. I promise not to stalk you both. Well, maybe Kate, because I definitely know where she lives. <laughs> okay. And now I know where Gemma lives, too. You're so. in my house. So. Shit. I'm <laughs> never leaving. <laughs> I'm glad to be in the same room as you, pal. Me too. It was fun. We'll see you next week. Yeah. For another special guest, maybe? Probably won't be as risque. (laughs) (laughs) Probably not, no. All right. Well, catch you soon. Yeah. Ta-ta. Bye. 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 Bye Bye-bye.